Hello, children. Gather around. Come here. Sit by the fire. Sit by me. As I rank every few drama episode. I had caffeine for like the first time in weeks. And I'm amped. I'm ready to go. And talk about I second that emotion. The first episode of the second season of Futurama. Wow. Caffeine is great. I can just talk and the words come out fully formed out of my mouth. Because when I don't drink caffeine, I'm like... But now I can talk about Futurama as much as I want, as much as I need to. Uh, we're in the second season. What a journey it's been. And uh, boy, you could not start a season off worse than a Nibbler episode. When this episode started, I was like, oh. It's like somebody uh, popped the little cap off that little, like, really gross, like, spit valve that uh like an inflatable pool toy would have you know where you like blowing up but then it gets all kind of like filmy because it's got your spit on it because you're blowing it up with your mouth like a savage and then uh somebody uh sat on it while that was open and went <laughs> that's me when this episode starts and nibbler shows up nibbler is this terrible little alien monkey that leela has as a pet and uh, becomes sort of central to the plot, as it were, of Futurama overall. And I hate Nibbler. I hate Nibbler. I don't know if I hate Nibbler more when he's this stupid little monkey pet or when he becomes like this alien sage of this lost civilization, which is coming up here, I'm sure, before too long. And I hate it. I hate both Nibblers. And uh, I hate Nibbler in this episode. And it's almost great because this uh, this episode's almost about how much Nibbler sucks, and they kill Nibbler, but then he's brought back to life through television. He did! But hey, this episode starts with a an advertisement for human rinds. It's like an alien eating human rinds, which breaks the fiction for me. I don't know about you guys at home. Uh, if we are seeing advertisements, if it's saying Futurama brought to you by human rinds, and then an alien's eating them, that means that Futurama is not a show from the from 1999 that is set in the future it's a show in the future about the future about a man from the past who is transported to the present i don't like that i don't think this is what television is going to look like a thousand years from now it breaks the fiction don't like it stop breaking the fourth wall for funny human rind jokes matt graining and david x cohen <sighs> but yeah nibbler uh sucks and then bender doesn't like nibbler and i'm on bender's side here 100 percent. but then nibbler breaks his fang on bender's butt so they have to go to the vet and i like this vet office a lot this future veterinarian this alien servicing veterinarian um you get like the good uh beetlejuice waiting room jokes here where it's just weird things in a waiting room uh the guy's got a good voice and personality for a vet who is like probably working too hard um blah 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 blah. vet thing happened and then uh it turns out this whole setup with the vet was just to learn that nibbler is i guess maybe five years old even though we learned that's not true but fry is like oh my god nibbler is five years old so then they celebrate nibbler's birthday and then bender is jealous of nibbler for stealing all the attention and i'll tell you what this is a leap in logic this is what we call fiction breaking right here where everyone is more interested in nibbler than bender bender is a robot bender does cool things on the regular nibbler sucks i hate nibbler 
Why does Hermes like Nibbler more than Bender, I ask you? Hate it. Uh, you might be asking yourself, boy, this seems pretty low stakes for the season premiere of season two of Futurama, and you'd be right. This is a very low stakes episode, you know? This is pretty chill, and not in a good way. Uh, this is just a lot of where's Nibbler, um, but this is all headed towards Bender getting an emotion-matching chip put in his brain so that he matches Leela's emotions. Which is a very strange setup. It felt like a fairly odd parents episode to me because Leela's like, I wish Bender could just feel the emotions I'm feeling. And that seems like the kind of insane thing that would tumble out of Timmy Turner's mouth at some point in like season five of Fairly Odd Parents. Like after Butch Hartman just stopped caring completely and he's like i'm gonna go make my furry show you guys keep going and then tammy turner wishes that bender could feel his emotions or something and that's what you get here and then it's like boop boop ba because you see bender flushed nibbler down the toilet which was like yes yes this is what i want no more nibbler and strangely no one throws him a parade or congratulates him instead we get this stupid emotion chip plotline. but hey it all leads to going to the Undersewer, which is a great concept. I like everything about the Undersewer. I like the race of mutants who are just people, basically, um, and they live in the sewers. Quick question for you. Do sewers really look like this? Because they're always portrayed as like these hulking, cavernous places where people can just like go. Like, I guess this is not how I picture sewers here. I mean, I see people going into like sewer like those little rectangular sewer grates on the sides of roads. And there are, people will go down in there, but I don't know what that looks like. I guess I always just assumed it's like a big hole that you can maybe stand in if you're tall enough or a killer clown from outer space. Um, but yeah, I like these mutants. I'm glad these mutants are recurring characters. They have a good little cast, like a main cast here of mutants, just in this short uh, little segment of this episode. Um, you get the first Ayn Rand reference of Futurama, where the only books they have in the library down in the sewers that people have flushed are pornography and Atlas Shrugged. And I think that's all right. That's all right. If you look closely in the background here, you'll see Leela's parents from future episode. And it's really setting things up, except you couldn't know that it's setting things up. But I guess the people who made Futurama are so bored that they're like, what if we just kind of sprinkle in references to episodes that haven't happened yet? And then Adventure Time took that ethos and was like, let's do an entire show of this and make it suck. But Futurama's like, we don't need that to suck. Here's a Nibbler episode. Good stuff. Good stuff all around. And then you have El Chupanibre, which is this monster that is traumatizing the sewers. And uh, this... El Chupanibre is like the doorway to this whole, like my musical taste is based on El Chupanibre because El Chupanibre was a song on the Danger Doom album, which was an album produced by Danger Mouse and featuring MF Doom as a rapper. And this was like one of the first CDs I bought. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing because it's all Adult Swim references, obviously. But then that kind of opened the door to Danger Mouse as a person. And he produced Demon Days by Gorillaz, which is one of my favorite albums and the album that kind of really got me into music. Uh, that and Coldplay's A Rush of Blood to the Head were like my, I'm 11 and I don't know what music is, but this is insane. Um, and Danger Mouse is pretty cool. He did the Grey album where he 
uh, mixed the acapellas from the Black Album by Jay-Z with instrumentals and music from the White Album by the Beatles, and that helped get me into, like, sample-based music, leading to, say, Introducing by DJ Shadow, which is one of my all-time favorite albums. Um, and this all, I guess, kind of stemmed in part from this El Chupanibre reference, which is otherwise not that interesting and uh, doesn't really elevate this episode beyond being just a kind of middling to fair Futurama episode, except it also sucks because it's got Nibbler. It's about Nibbler. Um, not feeling it. Not feeling it. It's also weird in the first episode they go underground, but then they're not in the sewers. They're like in an underground above ground, which I guess is above the sewers. And then you have a sub sewer, it turns out. So there's like eight levels of New York happening here. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Futurama, don't think about it. Where are we going to put it? Here's the list so far of every episode. Excuse me. Hell's Other Robots is number one, followed by Fry and the Slurm Factory. My Three Sons, The Series Has Landed, A Big Piece of Garbage, When Aliens Attack, Love Labors Lost in Space, Fear of a Bob Planet, A Flight to Remember, A Fishful of Dollars, Space Pilot 3000, I Roommate, and Mars University. I would put this maybe above Mars University and below I Roommate, and you're going to tell me that's pretty far down the list, and I'm going to tell you this is a Nibbler episode, and it's going exactly where it is meant to go. But join us next time when Nibbler isn't here.